What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! Get your lineup set. It's time for Start or Sit. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Eight games to preview today. Can't wait. Let's get Week 15 started. Semifinals. Here we go. Jets and Ravens kick it off tonight. Welcome to the show, everybody. Adam Azer with Dave Richard, Jamie Eisenberg, Heath Cummings. Going to tell you about matchups for Cortland Sutton, Tom Brady, Joe Mixon, Baker Mayfield. We've got a segment called Heath is Wrong. Very excited for that. Hey, what's going on, Heath? How you doing? It's kind of ironic that it's week 15 and you owe America 15 push-ups. How about that? You did it. You put it on Twitter. You did your 15 push-ups. I will do mine uh, in installments, three, five per day for the next three days. <laughs> Something like that. See how many we could do. Jamie, what's up? How are you, bud? I'm good. I got some real good stats, good nuggets for today's show. Dave, would you like to hear my Cortland Sutton stat? Not as much as I'd like to see you do 15 push-ups <laughs> with your cat Zoe on your back. Well, maybe I'll get that on video for you. Okay, Cortland Sutton is at Kansas City. The Chiefs have had six home games this year. In those home games, no visiting wide receiver has had 60 yards and only B.C. Johnson caught a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins had a solid game, nine catches for 55 yards, solid in PPR. But how about that? No receiver has 60 yards at Kansas City. Only three wide receivers with more than six targets, by the way, in those six home games. So how do you feel about Cortland Sutton? I still have him as a number two receiver. Same. It's toward the bottom of the list of number two receivers, but... I, I'm ignoring last week. I know last week was a total dud, especially in non-PPR. It made you puke, but I still see him as the best receiver in Denver. Really, he's the only wide receiver. He's the only wide out for the Broncos that's caught a touchdown this year who's currently on the team. Well, wow. I've got him as a borderline number two, but borderline number two isn't great this week because of all that's the injuries true. we had. To, like There are several guys that were available on the waiver wire that I would start over Cortland Sutton. D.D. Westbrook. Um, I would start Debo over him. I'd start Darius Slayton over him. I'd AJ Brown. AJ Brown over him. So I don't think he's a definite start. He's right in that borderline range, depending on who you picked up. Agreed. He had six catches for 87 yards in the first game, first meeting against the Chiefs back in week seven, and uh, gets seven to nine targets in every game except for one, which is pretty good. And uh, usually gives you a pretty nice floor. All right, so that's Cortland Sutton. And uh, let's talk about some players we love, players we hate this week. Jamie, who's a player you love? I still think DeAndre Washington is worth, uh, you know, holding on to right now or picking up where available. This whole thing is weird uh, after what John Gruden said yesterday. So I, I, I'm going to stick with him. I, I think he's going to end up getting a, a good workload here, even if Josh Jacobs plays. So um, you're not going to trust him if Jacobs is active. Right. So so you don't you don't I, love I him if, if Jacobs plays. No, I plays. do. If Jacobs plays, you're not going to love him. No. 
but I, I think there he's still going to be the main running back for the Raiders this week. Okay, it's a love hate relationship. You're either <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, that's either going to give us a great DeAndre Washington or a bad situation in the Oakland backfield against Jacksonville. Unfortunately, it uh, sounds like John Gruden doesn't want to play Josh Jacobs. Well, I want Why him to play he? Josh Jacobs. So you know what? I don't care. It just but it makes you wonder who leaked it to Ian Rappaport and whether that person like no one's above John Gruden. May I? Not, well, no. is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Jacobs can't. He wants to play. Could be. Yeah. Dave, uh, who do you love? Player I love this week. I love Baker Mayfield. Going up against the Cardinals. Easiest matchup you can get against the coach who he uh, parted ways with while in college. Baker's not petty, is he? He's not going (laughs) to hold a grudge. Great matchup for his receivers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's true. I think he goes out there and tries to put on a show. And it could actually end up being a moderately high-scoring game between those two teams. And I, I see Mayfield as a top 12 quarterback this week. Can he put on a show, though? That's the question. Well, well why couldn't he? Well, we thought he was going to do that last week, too, and he didn't against the Bengals at home. The Bengals are good. Typically where, no, he's they're not. <laughs> <laughs> typically where he's played well. I just don't know. I mean, Beckham just seems like he's he's out there going through the motions because he's not 100%. That's true. He's not. And, you watch him play. He's and not. can he get enough out of just Landry at this point? I bet Beckham is okay. Guy. Beckham will be okay. I am scared to death of starting Baker. Yes, yeah, I just, I wow. and I, again, it just comes back to how are you going to feel when you wake up Monday morning if you started a quarterback averaging 15 fantasy points a game and he gives you 15 fantasy points and you lose. I, I'm not going to feel very good about. I lost that. a, I lost a, a playoff matchup last week because of Baker's poor, poor performance. Lost by two. It, by my yeah. count, he's had four good matchups this year. And you could debate whether or not the Jets are a good matchup because the Jets had a three or four game stretch where they were awful. And other than that, they've actually been pretty solid this year. But he scored 17 points at the Jets, six point per passing touchdown league, 17 points. I think that was week two, uh, week three, whatever it was. Um, 20 points a, Twenty points against Seattle. No, it was two. It was two. All right, 17 at the Jets, 20 points against Seattle, 29 against the Dolphins, which is why I was so excited. I thought he'd do great against the Bengals. He had a horrible game, 10 points against the Bengals. He's had a brutal schedule. Cardinals, as Dave said, give up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Last week, Devlin Hodges had a 117.5 passer rating against the Arizona Cardinals. He only scored 15 points, but he completed 16 of 19 passes. So if if there's any team that Baker's going to do it against, it's going to be the Cardinals. Uh, that was one of our rankings disputes, but I think you just heard it. Dave likes him, um, likes Baker Mayfield, and Heath and Jamie have him as a sit. Which brings us to Heath, the player you love this week. No, for me, he's 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 in the oh, I'm sorry, the, that middle middle junk area. Of, okay, I, I, I could I can him, think of no better way to describe it. <laughs> I could play, I could see him play well, but I have no faith in him. Eli Manning or Baker Mayfield? Eli. Eli. Carson Wentz or Baker Mayfield? Mm, Mayfield. David Blau or Baker Mayfield? <laughs> Same. Uh, I would Same. go Baker Mayfield. Okay, there we go. Now I got you on the Mayfield. Game. All right, great. Uh, Heath, who do we love? Who do you love? I think I'm kind of alone on this one this week, but I do love Anthony Miller still. He has more targets than Allen Robinson over the past month. He has really performed well on a per-target basis. Last week, we saw the targets go down, but he still caught a touchdown. I do think the Bears are going to have to throw the ball a little bit against the Packers in this game. And so I, I love him as a top 20 wide receiver. He's part of the secret sauce for why Mitchell Trubisky has 20 fantasy points in four of his past five. Mitchell Trubisky or Baker Mayfield? Throw Trubisky by about 10 spots. Jamie, my Baker. I don't think Trubisky plays well. I, I like Baker better than Trubisky, too. I think this is a bad game for Trubisky this week. I think it, I, Trubisky's in the junk for me. But Anthony Miller is not. He's a number two receiver. 
The middle junk. That's what you get to hear about on uh, fantasy football today. Did you say this or not? Anthony Miller? <laughs> Anthony Miller or Cortland Sutton? Miller. I'll still take Sutton. I believe I have Sutton higher than Miller, but they're both toward the low end of the wide receiver two range. All right, let's see who we hate this week. Start with you, Dave. I don't hate you, but who do hate you hate? Hate is such a strong yeah, word. Uh, I'm not going to start Juju. I know that he's back. I know everybody's happy that he's back. If I'm still playing fantasy football, I got to this point without Juju Smith-Schuster. He's taking on Buffalo. We have no idea how good or bad he's going to be. I'm going to continue to sit Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay, I think that's a safe bet for sure. Jamie? Uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, Don't like the matchup for him against the Chargers. They've been fantastic against quarterbacks all season long. And I think this is going to be a tough game for him. I think this is one of those games where you can see the Vikings looking ahead. They have two division opponents coming up after this game, two tough opponents after this game that could decide their playoff fate. And so I think as we've seen with Cousins, sometimes he just manages through the game. Uh, I I think, again, you know, you look at the Chargers and their defense and what they've done against opposing quarterbacks all season long, uh, especially now that they're healthy. So I think Cousins is going to be under 20 fantasy points, not somebody I'd be excited about starting. Baker or Cousins? Baker. I've got him. 11-12 in my... I think my I have him 24-25. So yeah, right. uh, <laughs> uh, Cousins, Cousins just inside my top 24. I think it's a, a rough week for him. You know, the only time Cousins has been bad since like week four has been when the Vikings haven't needed him. He's come through at Seattle. He's come through against the Cowboys. Came through at Kansas City. Was it at Kansas City? Yeah. I think so. At Kansas City, I'm, Broncos. I'm, I'm sticking with Cousins as a top 12 all those teams. In that building? I, all, all of a sudden, the Chargers defense is amazing because they shut down Gardner Minshew. Uh, amazing? No. But uh, look at the numbers against quarterbacks all throughout the season. There's been two guys over 20 fantasy points against them. So they do a great job in just limiting opposing passing games. Now they have Derwin James back. Their secondary is healthy. Their pass rush is healthy. And so I think yeah. you're looking at a situation where Cousins doesn't have a big game. I think he'll be fine. 18, 17, 18 points. I think it's okay. I just don't think he's going to go above 20 fantasy points. Yeah, they, they give this, they give the uh, six fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. They also see the fewest pass attempts in the NFL. Yeah, if only the Vikings they, had a running they, game. They because, play slow and ugly. They don't really, you know, they don't really have a great running game lately. This is one of the stats I wanted to give out. This might surprise well, the Chargers you. Chargers run defense hold has on. been good. We, you've talked about yeah, that. Yeah, hold on, though. This Both. might surprise you. Their defense you. as a whole has been good. This might surprise you. Dalvin Cook is averaging 3.35 yards per carry in his last five games. Meanwhile, in their last five games, the Chargers are giving up 3.42 yards per carry. So their by no means is good. am I saying sit down. When, when they're scores, healthy, but it's crazy. When they're healthy, their defense is good, and they're healthy now. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Kirk Cousins. Let's move on. Day, uh, Heath, who's the player you hate this week? I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. The San Francisco 49ers got gashed by Drew Brees at Coors Field, but um, we're not going to hold that against them. They've given up 12.5 fantasy points per game at home. Matt Ryan's outside, doesn't have Calvin Ridley. Still has good weapons, but doesn't have all of his weapons, and I just don't want to trust him this week. You see the injuries in the secondary mm-hmm. for San Francisco. And pass rush. Well, they lost D4, but they still have Bosa, Buckner, Armstead. Like, uh, to me, the pass rush is still going to be good. Uh, Losing D4 isn't enough for me to knock that, but the secondary that does have some holes in it. But I'm I can't call him a top twelve quarterback. This no, I I agree, but I think it's going to have an uh one of those ugly garbage time performances where he ends up with good fantasy production. So it's not going to be one of those aesthetically pleasing games where like we saw from Breeze against the Forty ers last week. But I still think he's going to have a uh, uh he'll be above twenty fantasy points this week. Not a oh. must start though. I agree with Heath. Not a must start, but somebody that I think will still be good. Okay, so that's Matt Ryan, and yeah, it's Richard Sherman's out. 
And then you've got a cornerback, Kawan Williams, has a concussion. And He's safety, their slot corner. Jaquiski yep. Tart has injured ribs. So they might be out three important members of their secondary. Um, well, And, of course, Calvin Ridley out. So we're not seeing these teams at full strength here in Week 15. So, again, we love DeAndre Washington if Josh Jacobs is out. Baker Mayfield for Dave, not so much for, for Heath. Um, Anthony Miller for Heath. Juju we don't like. Kirk Cousins. Dave likes uh, Heath and Jamie don't. And Matt Ryan is someone that we're uh, probably going to get away from. Some things to promote, the Apple Podcast Review Mailbag. You know what to do. Ask your questions on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a nice review. We'll read them on Saturday. The Facebook giveaway, the biggest lesson you've learned this season. Get yourself a T-shirt. They're awesome. Go to our Facebook page, Fantasy Football Today. The DFS Podcast. If you didn't hear it, we dropped a bonus episode in the feed on uh, on Wednesday night, and it was great. It was Heath and Mike McClure talking DFS for this week. And, of course, speaking of DFS, you want to join our FanDuel League, go to FanDuel.com slash league slash FFT. FanDuel.com slash league slash FFT. Uh, I want to read this email from Matt, email of the day. You've helped me immensely through my regular fantasy football season, and I'm writing the playoffs in both my leagues. Having some help now with DFS in these bonus pods is awesome. I'm already counting my winnings. That said, I'm now worried that Heath saying, quote, let's get weird is going to haunt my dreams for the rest of eternity. What was the like that? He was not the only person to have that comment. In fact, I've seen it like six times now. I went back and listened to me saying it. I thought maybe I said it in like a suggestive way or something. I have no idea why people are saying that you said weird as if it ends with a T, but that wouldn't haunt someone's dreams. No, I just, let's no, get it weird. Haunt somebody's is, dreams, or it should make people suggestive. It's like suggestive. no one typed it. Let's get weird is suggestive. Yeah. Let's get weird. Is in suggestive. what way? I don't really want to get into it. Here's a shout out of the day. Some of our youngest listeners. What's up, Caleb, Joshua and Isaiah. They are 12, 9, and 7 years old, respectively. They listen to our podcast with their dad. They joined their first fantasy football league this season. It's a four-team league with their dad and the three of them. All four teams went 7-7, seven and seven, and the playoffs start <laughs> this week. So that's great. That's great. Yeah, and uh, welcome to the world of fantasy football. Thanks for listening. I want to revisit the Thursday night game real quick, guys, with a couple of updates. Ryan Griffin's out. Demarius Thomas, I think, is doubtful. It, I mean, Robbie Anderson... Probably, he's got to fall into some production, right? Or like Sam Darnold's That's not going to throw for a hundred yards, right? Let's, what do you he guys might. think? <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, know. I, I don't I want to start one Robbie player Anderson. that I would like to play this weekend. Not, not even Le'Veon. Le'Veon. Not even Le'Veon. I don't want to start Le'Veon. No, 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 no. Uh, all right, I guess I'm the only one here. I'm okay with Le'Veon, and if I was really forced to, like I couldn't have picked up anybody off the waiver wire, I guess I'd go with Robbie. It, it does make me feel a little gross, but. He's been playing like the number one receiver for the Jets. He's been getting a lot of targets, and his speed is a factor. Oh, and he's running across the field, and they're going to be trailing. And I'm I'm with you, Adam. I think he could fall into some production. I'm starting him in our YOLO Dynasty League just because I have terrible wide receivers. Over, but I think over Corey who? Davis is my other choice. Corey Davis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, of course. But not A.J. Brown. No. Not Darius Slayton. I'd start Amendola over Robbie Anderson in PPR. I would, too. I would not, but I I understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah, that's not a bad one. He's facing the and then with Le'Veon, it's he's getting 20 touches a game. This Ravens run defense has been good. It hasn't been great. It's a short week. He's got fresh legs after he bowled a 251. He's gonna be (laughs) he's gonna be able to get you modest numbers in non PPR. Obviously, better in PPR. Okay, Uh, uh, let me just ask you this: Would you start Robbie Anderson over either Devin Singletary or James Conner in that Sunday? No, no, no. Hey, man, look, James Conner, you got to feel a little 
nervous about, right? Oh, uh, for sure, but not as nervous as I am about any Jets player. I start Connor over Le'Veon. Okay, uh, that's interesting. So uh, let's get. Oh, oh, sorry. Last thing. Baltimore left tackle Ronnie Stanley is doubtful. And here's a quote from Lamar Jackson. If I have to be out there all four quarters, that's what it's going to be. I'm not going in there thinking I should sit out a little bit. I'm trying to win the game, and that's what we're going into Thursday night game looking at. Uh, does that inspire a lot of confidence in you? Like, talking about being out there for He's all playing. four quarters? He's playing. He's playing. But, He's playing, yeah. But is he going to, you know, is he? does he deserve to be the number one or number if, two quarterback in your rankings? It, it, I mean, that's debatable. I don't think anybody that has Lamar Jackson is looking at it and saying, I'm going to sit in for Ryan Tannehill. You know, no, that, that's but, just n- not in anybody's mentality. So I've seen uh, a lot of I've seen a lot of Deshaun Watson or not a lot. I've seen some Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson. Passion Watson, I, I guess Jackson. I guess if you have that that situation, you could probably take the safe route. You want to go Deshaun Watson? That's fine. I, I just look at it this way: that if if he's sitting, they're they have a lead. How they got the lead is probably him having some part. In it. Yeah. Would you feel better if Lamar said, "Well, the plan is we're going to go score thirty five in the first half, so I don't have to play in the second half, so I can rest up." Who talks about like playing all four quarters? That's a guy who's who's nursing. Well, he was asked right about now. his injury. Yeah, exactly. He's asked about his injury, so so he's giving an answer to the question about his injury. I mean, if he's starting, you're starting him in your fantasy. I mean, that that's right. just that's him. All right. And if you're going to the game, I hope you're using SeatGeek, everybody. Get the SeatGeek app and use the promo code FFT for 10 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. You know what to do. It's the best app. It makes ticket buying so easy. The other companies, the other websites, the other apps, they just don't care about the customer experience. But SeatGeek does. It makes getting to the game so easy. It's not just the game, by the way. Music comedy, uh, theater, wherever you want to go, use the SeatGeek app to get there and the promo code FFT. So uh, I'll be using it. I'm going to be in Florida in a couple of weeks looking at a couple of events down there. Going to be looking at the SeatGeek app and great prices and, and great deals. You can see the best deals on the SeatGeek app with these big green dots that show you these are the tickets that you want to buy. You can filter so that you see all the fees up front. I love that feature. And really, I just I recommend it to everybody. So download the SeatGeek app, use the promo code FFT, and get 10 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase with the promo code FFT on SeatGeek. We'll run through the news and notes here. Daniel Jones practiced, but he's not. I don't know if he practiced, but he's not expected to play. He's he's making progress. We're still expecting Eli. He did Manning. practice. He okay. he practiced with the second team. Uh, still expecting Eli Manning against the Dolphins. Patrick Mahomes said his hand is good, good to go. Dak Prescott has an injured finger on his right hand. He has a bruised left wrist. Is he still a start for you, Mahomes, against the Rams? Uh, Prescott, pardon me, against the Rams. Yes, both yes. of both of them. Low yeah. end starter for Dak. Pat Dak. Pat. Prescott and Dak Mahomes. <laughs> what about Jameis? Stepping on my own joke. With the uh, like broken James hand. Yeah. Right. As long as he gets in uh, some sort of limited practice by Friday, then you should be fine with him. Bruce Arians right now says he's playing, so didn't practice on Wednesday. Josh Jacobs may play this week. We'll have to keep you updated on that. Derrick Henry missed practice, but he's expected to play. Damian Williams practiced. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Just stay away. Stay away from all the Chiefs running. It's back. not fun at all, Adam. What are you talking about? No, it's not fun. It's it's a real I, I would like to situation. make sure that Damian didn't get dropped this week because if he comes back and just assumes the role that he's had most of the time that he's played, you might want to use him next week. Okay. Against Chicago? You might. Yeah, without Hicks and Roquan. Unless Hicks comes oh, back. Oh, Hicks is back. Hicks he is could back. be back next week, I think. He could be back this week, I'm pretty sure. Could he? I'm I, I thought it was week sixteen. You get might get on it, it Dave. Too. Somebody look it up because I think it's this week. Um, James Conner practiced in full. I'm going to put Adam at plus 180 here. Hey, by the way, Heath, <laughs> that yesterday yes. I, I gave that stat about Philip Lindsay averaging 3.8 yards per carry. Was you it find his? out where you got it from? It's his last four games. 
Last four games. Yeah. I figured it was a split. You can yeah. usually guess it, if it's YPC, <laughs> it's a split for Adam Azer. James Conner practiced at full. Alexander Madison mispracticed. Both Scarborough was limited. Devontae Freeman was limited with a knee injury. Makes it even easier to get away from Devontae Freeman. Adam Thielen is expected to play this week. I haven't seen him in your rankings yet. Where do you think you're going to rank Adam Thielen at the Chargers? I think it's going to be closer to 24 than 12. Cortland Sutton range. Yep. That's good. Adam, I think you got us on this one. Woo! Hakeem Hicks. Wow. Heath is wrong. He, part he practiced two. in full on Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, this is according to NBC Sports but Chicago. But is he eligible to return this week? Uh, it yeah. looks like he is. Yeah. It looks like tell, he is. I really am not happy that I'm starting Aaron Jones. Like, I know I'm starting Aaron Jones, but I wouldn't, like, I might be gutsy enough to start Miles Sanders over Aaron Jones. I don't think yeah. I would, but I think it sucks that Aaron Jones has a brutal matchup in week 15. Um, Will Fuller's questionable. Julio Jones was limited in practice. Tyler Lockett is back to full strength, according to Pete Carroll. Tyler Lockett or Robbie Anderson? Lockett. Lockett. It's it's Lockett, but I don't feel good about either one. T.Y. Hilton feels better, but he doesn't know if he'll play this week. Mike, You're, you're not playing P- Hilton, but you should keep that in mind with Pascal. Yes, I know. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it's Monday night, but yeah. Um, Mike Williams was limited in practice. DJ Chark has not been ruled out yet. I think it seems like he's not going to play, but he hasn't been ruled Is out. Is he still scooting? No, I think he's out, DJ okay. Chark. Well, then I guess he's got a chance. But then again, I'm not sure, and I want to go out on a high note with the Akeem Hicks thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Bay wide receiver Scotty Miller practice. Does that get you out of Brashad Perryman or Watson? I prefer the Dolphins guys currently because I don't think Parker... I mean, he has a chance to play, but I don't think he's going to play. Well, Hearns is also hurt. There we go. Isaiah Ford. All of the Isaiah Ford. <laughs> yeah, Devontae Not Parker, a bad DFS start throw. But Devontae Parker does have a chance to play. He's making some progress with the concussion. Uh, Same just, with Albert Wilson. We talked about that on the DFS podcast, Dave. Yes. Oh. And, uh, you know, Marvin Jones out. And I didn't mention Danny Amendola yesterday, but he's not a bad flyer against Tampa Bay. And Nelson Aguilar is questionable at Washington. Evan Ingram was limited in practice, but we've seen this story. Gerald Everett still day-to-day, so still looking good right now for Higby. Greg Olson was limited in practice. He has a concussion. Ian Thomas certainly would be in play against Seattle. Um, Noah Fant missed practice, but he could play. And David Ajoku was limited in practice. And so actually pretty big defensive injury. Sheldon Rankins and defensive end Marcus Davenport are out for the season for the Saints. Huge, and they've they've taken a hit at linebacker as well. Their front right. seven is not in the shape that it once was. Yeah, Marlon Mack's gonna have a good game. Yeah, I I, th- I, I legitimately think he I'm, could. I may come around on Mack a little bit. I've got him as a sit right now. I may uh, may come around on. Him. I'll look at that again. He's in my top twenty four years. Ooh. Oh, top twenty. Yeah, no, I think it's a good opportunity. Yep. Just again with those guys being out. I, and I know people are worried about the carries because two weeks ago he only had fourteen, but then he broke his hand, and then last week he only had thirteen, but he was coming back from the broken I, hand. I worry that he doesn't play on passing down still. I think. He'll, oh, I yeah, that's going to be the case. Going to play on passing downs. He's he's a much better non PPR guy than PPR, right. but I still think that you're talking about what the Colts game plan is probably going to be early and what the defense looks like now for the Saints that you know they plus their you know red zone opportunity. So you guys you have Mac ahead of Peterson? Yes. yes. Do you? I think they're I think they're really similar. And I get where you're coming from on that, but I I just think Mac's better. Mac or most better offensive line. Raheem. Uh it's close for me in non PPR. PPR I'd still go Moster just because those two catches that he'll get will help him. I'll go Moster. Okay. Falcons. Uh, Keem Hicks expected to play. Kevin King limited in practice. It's Green Bay's cornerback. Told you about the San Francisco injuries. 
Seattle could get Ezekiel Ansah and Michael Kendricks back at Carolina. Oh, Washington's going to be without Quentin Dunbar. has been a top cornerback for them. But, you know, they're facing the Eagles, who have no passing game right now. Uh, so real quick, here's a segment called Heath is Wrong. I know you've all been waiting for it. Dave, I have a question for you. Who is, yeah. the, who is the commissioner of the 14-team PPR podcast league, the original one, not the one we were talking about on yesterday's show? Who's the commissioner of that podcast league? I believe it's you. And how do you know it's me? Like, what, what gives you that impression? Besides the picture of a cat on the front of the league that looks that's got your face on it? No, it's Nicolas Cage's face, I think. I think uh, I thought that was your face. No. Uh, well, Why what is else? Nicolas Cage's face on our podcast league? Because he's a cat. It, 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 it's like a meme thing. Um, I send out the emails, right? I pick the people who are in the league. I set the playoff I don't, matchups. I, I ignore the emails, yeah. Okay, but I do all that stuff because I'm the commissioner. Did you know that okay. you're also the commissioner and Heath is also the commissioner because you guys have commissioner access? Would you consider yourself the commissioner of the podcast league, Dave? No, but I think if no, if you're not. That, problem, that's the answer. You're not. Are, oh, are you? A, are you a co-commissioner? No, can he's you do not. anything the commissioner can do. He's not a co-commissioner. If I've got the access, then technically I can. You are a co-commissioner, right? No. By that, I can't wait to. The, by that definition, yes. Is, is this show. regulating? When he when he rushes us through games. Okay, let's get going. Sixty seconds Mount ranking up. disputes. Wait, why talking. is he wrong? You never said why he's wrong. You had to listen to yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you kind of failed on that. No, if you I listen, guess Heath is right. I think if you I won listen that to yet, no, if you listen to yesterday's show, you know he thinks that I'm the commissioner of a league because I have commissioner access. It doesn't make I me a co-commissioner. I have done a dang commissioner thing exactly. for the podcast. That Heath is wrong was wonderful. Heath yeah. is wrong. The Heath is off. Jared Goff, let's talk about that. 60-second okay. ranking disputes, and you only have 60 seconds. Dave and Jamie have him 8th and ninth, respectively, at Dallas. Heath has Jared Goff 23rd. Heath is wrong. You start on Goff. He has looked better the last couple of weeks, but still last week just had 19 fantasy points. And you look at since the bye, 3, 4, 4, 28, 19. I've referenced Gardner Minshew a lot in talking about like Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan because I know that I've stuck with him longer than other people and maybe should have given up by now. But again, Gardner Minshew has been better than Jared Goff has been this season, 15% better in terms of fantasy points per game. And that includes a half where you don't wasn't even the quarterback for the whole game. So I just, I don't want to trust Jared Goff, a quarterback who's been very bad in fantasy for most of this season. Jamie, you're up. Been... Uh, I'll give this one to oh, Jamie. Okay. Dave will be next. Sorry. Yeah, I can't look at season at this point versus what's happening right now. And the Cowboys defense thinks and Goff is playing well. I, I know the uh, 19 points or 18 points? He had 19 last week. 19 last week. He had a, a throw that was a pick six that was Robert Wood stopped on the route that shouldn't have been an interception, let alone a pick six. Uh, I think this game is going to go back and forth, up and down, and so I think it's going to be a lot of scoring. So with the way Goff is playing right now against his Dallas defense, which is banged up and not playing very well, I think Goff keeps it up for another week, so I think he's got another 20-plus point game in him. What do Jeff Driscoll, Josh Allen, no. and Mitchell Trubisky have in common? No. Maybe you're not in this one. No. But sorry, Adam is wrong. Answer my question. What do Jeff Driscoll? Jeff Driscoll. They all did well Driscoll, against the Cowboys. Driscoll, Josh Allen, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, they all crushed the Cowboys. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders is next. Dave, you're the low guy on him. 25th in non-PPR, 26th in PPR. Heath and Jamie have Miles Sanders around 15th, 14th or so. Uh, even 12th in non-PPR. So, um, yeah, Dave, you're the low guy on Sanders. I'm scared that Boston Scott is a real deal and that what he gave the Eagles last week in terms of 
another element to their offense and someone that has some speed is going to be alluring to their coaching staff. And the 85% snap rate that we saw from Miles Sanders is going to dissipate. Uh, he's going to end up splitting with Boston Scott. It's a great matchup against Washington. There's no doubt about it, but it makes me nervous. I'm calling him a low-end number two running back. Mm, let's go Jamie. Jamie, uh, you're pro Miles Sanders. Yeah, I mean, he, he, despite... Everything Scott did last week, Sanders still had 19 total touches. So I don't think it's all of a sudden he's going from a game where he was cramping and had to leave the game to a situation where he's going to be worse than 19 total touches. I think Scott's got a great role carved out for him in a team that needs receiving help. And so when they're in some obvious passing situations, he's going to be on the field. I just think that they're going to be playing with the lead, have an opportunity to lean on their run game. That's still going to be Sanders. There's no chance I'm getting away from this week against Washington. Okay. And we got to see, obviously, Jordan Howard has to be out, but we're, we're not planning on having Howard at this point. Kenyon Drake is next. Let's go Heath versus Dave. Uh, Heath, you have Kenyon Drake top 17, 17th in non-PPR, 15th in PPR. Dave has him 27th in in PPR, 34th in non-PPR. Dave and Jamie both have Kenyon Drake outside the top 24. Uh, this will be definitely his best matchup of the of the year with San Francisco. He has faced some really, really good run defenses. So, Heath, make the case for Kenyon Drake. With San Francisco? Uh, sorry, he's faced San with Francisco Arizona. twice. Oh, um, right. With sure. Arizona. He's faced San Francisco twice, Tampa Bay, the Rams, and the Steelers. Now he gets the Browns. Go ahead, Heath, on Kenyon Drake. Even with David Johnson getting more involved, even with Chase Edmonds coming back from injury, we've seen at least 14 touches from Kenyon Drake in every game with the Cardinals. And this Browns run defense, 4.7 yards per carry, bottom 10 in terms of fantasy points allowed two running backs in the last two weeks, absolutely destroyed. The Bengals backs had 232 total yards. You can chop that up two or three different ways. Yeah. And there's plenty of room for a running back to get be good. The Steelers without James Conner at 131 in a score in week 13. I just think, I think Drake's a solid starter this week. You know, I actually started the week feeling that way. And you mentioned David Johnson and he, he's starting to pick up a little bit more work and a little bit more work. And Drake is starting to play a little bit worse and a little bit worse. And I wonder if that's going to be closer to a 50, 50 split than what was it last week? Probably along the lines of 65, 35. I like Drake as a flex. I don't have any problem with that. Uh, I don't like that he has three games in his last four with single-digit PPR fantasy points. So I'm nervous about him finding double digits. And it gets worse if David Johnson starts to take work It away. was 14-5 to five last week in terms of touches. So like the- Touches, yes, but playing time, uh, I, I, I also, think, starts to shift too, and that'll hurt the touch. Well, I, I, I've gone back and forth on Drake as well. I, I think the one thing that I'm curious about is if this is the end for David Johnson in Arizona, which I don't know what the contract situation is, if they can move on from him. Uh, it's, it's the last home game in Arizona. And, you know, I, I think they like him. I think they respect him. I don't think it's a, you know, we don't want you around. But he may not just be the right fit for Cliff Kingsbury. And so I wonder if this is almost the, we'll give you a little bit more work, like Dave said. Um, you know, he had the touchdown last week. So I just wonder what the scenario is for David Johnson in terms of how the Cardinals treat him in this game. And in case you're wondering about the contract, he would cost 16.2 million of dead money and 2 million uh negative 2 million in cap savings they would not save any money by cutting david johnson but trading post david june johnson two? huh post june 2 i think it changes after post june 1st but i i think trading him is going to be the way that they go and i wonder if there's a team in the nfc south that might be interested in adding a running back that might have experienced drafting and sure. leaning on david johnson yeah, Bruce probably like him back. i think so all right, uh, that's going to do it for the 60-second rankings disputes. Thank you, guys. I'm going to throw out just a stat, and you're going to give me a real quick 
analysis. Let's go Heath, Jamie, Dave. Heath, uh, you get this one. It's about Alvin Kamara. He's facing the Colts. In their last 11 games, only two running backs have had more than 10 fantasy points in non-PPR or 12 fantasy points in PPR against the Colts. Jalen Samuels, who had 13 catches for 73 yards, and Derrick Henry, who was amazing. They've been very, very good other than that. Do you think Alvin Kamara gets more than 12 PPR fantasy points this week? I do. I, in PPR, I'm really just not even considering what I'm doing with Alvin Kamara because I do expect he's going to catch six or seven passes, and I'm just not going to sit him, especially in that building. Um, and non-PPR, I'm a little bit worried about Kamara this week. Like when we thought, even now, we don't, we're not ranking Josh Jacobs, so I've got DeAndre Washington ahead of Alvin Kamara in non-PPR, but I think in PPR you just start him. All right, Jamie, this is not quite a stat, but it's wor- worth noting. This is Oakland's last home game in Oakland. So, you know, does that... Or, or the Raiders' last home game in Oakland. I think Oakland's going to stay in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, they're in negotiations. But uh, this is the Raiders' last home game in Oakland. Does yeah. that does that mean anything? That storyline, like, in terms of game script or anything? It, it, it does when you're looking at a team that's coming across the country that the last thing they want to do is get on a plane. Absolutely. I think Derek Carr's going to have a monster game. I think Josh Jacobs or DeAndre Washington has a great game. Uh, I think Tyrell Williams is going to find the end zone. Darren Waller, I think, is going to play well. All the main guys for Oakland are in play this week because Jacksonville is so bad, and you have the sentiment of what that building will be. I think it's going to be electric. You know, I, I, I think it's going to be an opportunity for the Raiders to go out in Oakland with a big win against a team that stinks. And as uh, as Pete Briscoe Drink has told us time and time again this week, Keith is probably tired of hearing it. Uh, the Jaguars' history going to Oakland has been miserable. So in in their history, so it's uh you know all set up for. Bad team, bad defense, bad opponent, don't want to be there. And, and and a team, I think, you know, Derek Carr has sort of embodied this Oakland, uh, you know, move, you know, taking on the 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 fan base and sort of saying, you know, we're still here for you. And I think he's going to give them a, a, a strong performance in the last game there. You know who this game means the most to? Gruden. He loves the black hole. So I would imagine he'll try and pull out all the stops. Dave, this one's for you. New England, they face the Bengals this week. They've allowed one rushing touchdown to a running back this season. It was uh, Gus Edwards. What's that mean in terms of Joe Mixon? (laughs) I'm still starting Mixon. Uh, I think Cincinnati gives the Patriots a game, believe it or not. I know that sounds weird, but I I think Mixon can get 100 total yards as a minimum, and I think he's got a chance to find the end zone. I know this Patriots defense has been great, but uh, Bengals have been playing a little bit better, both sides of the ball. 100 total yards is a minimum? I think he'll get you double-digit non-PPR point. I take the under on the total yard. All right, Heath, this one's for you. I give this stat a lot. Maybe it means something for Sonny Michelle. 15 straight running backs with 15 or more carries against the Bengals, going back to last year, have 91 rushing yards or a touchdown. Six for six this season. I think definitely the Patriots running backs will combine for that, without a doubt. I have very little idea who it will be. Uh, Sony Michelle's snaps and carries are trending in the wrong direction. I can't start him. And I will acknowledge that this could be a game where Sony Michelle gets 25 carries for 130 yards and scores three touchdowns. I, I have no reason to believe that he's even the lead running back right now. There, there's, there's a few scenarios for me that I think guys can have standout performances this week. He's the definition of it. A hundred percent. The Bengals are bad. He should get a lot of carries. Like you said, Adam, the track record speaks for itself. I don't care. He's going to do it right. on my bench. <laughs> I, I, can't, I cannot right. trust him. It's it's how I feel about Baker. Well, it's, but Jamie, I think Baker could have a great game. Isn't that how you feel? Shouldn't Ty- that be how you feel about Tyrell Williams? Um, 
I feel a little bit more confident in Tyrell Williams because of what the Jacksonville defense looks like. But same type of thing. He's it's got, just a matter he's of, you nothing. know, like he's Tyler Lockett, terrible. too. Uh, well, the, the the three for me are Baker, Tyler, Lock, Tyler Lockett, and, and Sony Michelle. Michelle. When I think of this, I think they can all play great. I just don't have a trust factor that it will happen. And Tyrell Williams is fine. Uh, you're you're 100 right. He's in that same category. I just I just feel a little bit differently about him, just knowing what this Jacksonville defense looks like. The number was 15 carries, Adam. Uh huh. That's how many carries Sony has in his last two games. Yeah, Fine. but but you know, one they were chasing points, and what was the last game? Oh, it was against and one the Chiefs. They were ahead. They, they so were, no, maybe they won't be ahead. No, or they, behind. they weren't ahead. I mean, they lost both. They games. lost both games. They were behind for for the Houston. It was Houston and Kansas City, right? Yeah, so it he wasn't has the right eight games, games this year. Surprisingly, eight games with fifteen plus yeah. carries. Yeah, I, I think he's a he's a good DFS play if you want to go that route for Fanduel. Um, just with the contrarian option of him, you know, he could have two touchdowns. It wouldn't be a surprise. He had a three touchdown game against the Jets earlier this season. So, if he gets the work, he should be fine. But and they're getting Karras back. That'll help. Um, at least that's the expectation. Yeah. yeah. So you know, the, there are reasons to like Sony Michelle, but I I don't care. I mean, I I just. The last thing I'm doing is going into my semifinals with, and and you're right, Tyrell Williams is, is the same type of player. Um, guys who have just been disappointing across the board for several weeks, it's just hard to say I feel comfortable starting them. Uh, Odell's probably the same thing. Oh, that's my last stat. You guys have 10 seconds to give analysis on this because we got to get moving to the games. Odell Beckham has six or more targets in every game except for one, which was last week. If you get six or more targets against the Cardinals, you are going to have a good game. 17 out of 19 wide receivers who have had six or more targets against the Cardinals have had either 80 yards or a touchdown. Starter said Odell Beckham. He's a number two receiver for me. Couldn't keep him out of my top 24. I could. He's just outside. Yeah, he's outside mine too. I would start like Cortland Sutton is kind of like the line, and he's just behind Cortland Sutton for me. Yeah, I'd start Sutton number two. Oh, I would too, but they're both top 20. Start, sit, or flex at best for some of the games that we're getting to later in the show, which will be about two hours from now. John Brown at Pittsburgh. Sit. Sit. How flex. about, uh, yeah, we knew that. <laughs> Cole Beasley at Pittsburgh. Flex. Flex. PPR flex. Who do you like better, Brown or Beasley? Beasley. Beasley. Brown. Like the Bills. I like Beasley better. <laughs> uh, Devin Singletary at Pittsburgh. Flex. Start. Good enough to start. James Conner against Buffalo. Start. Start. Flex. Singletary or Conner? Singletary. Uh, Conner and non-PPR, Singletary and PPR. Yes, that. Philip Lindsay at Kansas City. Start. 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 Ahead of Singletary and Connor? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Singletary's had like 78 or more total yards or 70 or more total yards in five of his last six games. Like he's he gets a lot of work. Um, a Kansas City running back against Denver. Sit them all? Sit. Okay. Nope. Talked about Corlin Sutton. We talked about Joe Mixon. How about James White at Cincinnati? Start, Start. PPR. In PPR. Really? Yep. Has he has he justified that though? He like really hasn't, except for the Houston game. If they're if they're winning uh, last, this last game, two weeks, last two weeks, right? Last two weeks, he's been eleven or more PPR points, just yeah. like he has pretty much all season long. He had the one yeah. bad game three weeks ago. Yeah, I guess. I mean, not great though. Uh, Tyler Boyd against New England. Sit, sit, flex in PPR. Sit otherwise. Heath, do you like Tyler Boyd in Fanduel? I don't. Okay, give me like one or two players that you really like in Fanduel. Not DeAndre. Washington. I really, really like Chris Carson. I would just like to play him in every lineup and figure the rest out. 
And I like Julian Edelman, the other wide receiver in yeah. that game, because they don't really have any other wide receivers that are playing very well right now. Mm-hmm. Jamie and I might disagree on uh, Danny Amendola versus Robbie Anderson, but Amendola is 5,400 on Ooh. FanDuel. All right, see, that's what you do. You got to find those values and put them in a FanDuel lineup or 10 FanDuel lineups or whatever you want to do. Play as many as you want for as much money as you want. Play high stakes, play, you know, a dollar, play 50-50 and, you know, keep it kind of safe and and easy to cash. Uh, But listen to our advice. Listen to that DFS bonus pod and get in our league, FanDuel.com slash league slash FFT. But you're going to love FanDuel. If you love fantasy football, there's no reason why you won't love playing more fantasy football (laughs) on FanDuel. It really is very fun. I'm enjoying it more and more every year, every week. I'm just loving it and uh, looking forward to bouncing back. Week week, uh, 14 wasn't great. Week 15 will be better. Looking forward to bouncing back this week. If you haven't signed up yet for FanDuel, you can actually get this great offer. You put in 20 bucks, you get 20 back. $5 per week for four weeks. FanDuel.com slash league slash FFT. FanDuel.com slash... No, sorry. FanDuel.com slash FFT. My apologies. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Sign up now. Make a $20 deposit. Get five bucks back in site credit every week for four weeks at FanDuel.com slash FFT. And away we go to the games. The biggest of the week. Houston at Tennessee. Uh, Stat of the game. Let's talk about A.J. Brown. Wide receivers against Houston in their last five games since they got healthy in their secondary. Only two have had more than 50 yards. Keelan Cole and Julian Edelman. Only Edelman and Seth Roberts have caught a touchdown. They've faced Jacksonville, Baltimore, the Colts with a hobbled Hilton, the Patriots, and Denver. So not the best, but they've been pretty good against receivers in their last five games. A.J. Brown is obviously uh, a hot topic. We, talk, we talked a lot about him yesterday, so we won't spend that much time today, guys. But, you know, I think you all have him in your top 20, I believe. Is that right? Right around 24. There? 24. 24. All right. So, Jamie, you want to tell us how you feel about A.J. Brown and who you'd start him over? Um, Just give him five targets. Every time in Ryan Tannehill's uh, starting tenure since week seven, he's had five or more targets. He's had 12 or more PPR points. So... It doesn't take a lot, but that's all he needs uh, based on what we've seen. So uh, I think he's a starter. Look, it's a it's a secondary that's beatable. It's a, a quarterback that's playing well. This has been his favorite target, or most consistent target, most consistent producer. So um, you know, I I think this is one of those guys that you ride the hot hand, and in a matchup where I think they'll have a chance to throw on, I'll, I'll take my chance with him. Like I would start AJ Brown over Odell Beckham. I just yep. I said this earlier in the week. You have to if you put AJ Brown in your lineup, you have to be okay with knowing a three could be there next to his name. At the end of the day, yeah, with Beckham too. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, there's no safety with Beckham. Beckham to me is an easy one. Like I think it's, uh, um, trying to think of somebody that's tough. Sutton, Sutton's tough for me. I've that's got him over Sutton time. too. I do too. All right, it, mm. it is risky. I don't really want to start those guys that could give me a three, but hey, he could give you a he'd give you a thirty, I guess. Well, not quite that, but he'd give you a twenty. Um, all right, so let's stick with the Titans here and Ryan Tannehill. Last I checked was a top seven quarterback for everybody. Yeah, five, seven, and seven for Jamie, Dave, and Heath. So start Ryan Tannehill. We can compare it. Basically, start him over everybody that's not Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees, Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. That's it for Jamie. Also, Jameis Winston and Garoppolo for Dave, Russell Wilson and Prescott for Heath. You're starting Ryan Tannehill. You're starting Derrick Henry. Any interest in Jonu Smith as the Texans have been a little vulnerable against tight ends lately? No. No. I'm not comfortable enough for that. All righty. So sit Jonu Smith. Let's go to the Texans. Deshaun Watson, easy must start. Yeah. 
Jordan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not gonna highest sweat floor, highest more. ceiling of any quarterback. The running backs. What do you I, think? Hyde and Duke. No. Prefer Duke, but don't want to start either. Prefer Duke and PPR, Hyde and non-PPR. Not really interested in starting either one. Yeah, I mean, if they don't win this game, it's probably not going to be good for Hyde. He doesn't do well in their losses. Now, for Johnson, for Duke Johnson, you look at his receiving totals in his last six games. In four of those six games, we're talking four or more catches, 33 or more yards, two touchdowns. He's had two total duds, but he's starting to become a little bit more of a consistent PPR threat. You know, like, let's elaborate a little bit on Duke Johnson, I guess is what I'm saying. And the Titans allow the fifth, fifth most receiving yards to running backs. Flex and PPR? Flex and PPR, um, I would still... Like, I'd rather start Odell over him in PPR. Yeah. Um, but I would start him over Terry McLaurin. I, I might be alone on that one, but I'd start him over Tyler Boyd for sure. He's a he's a All flex. Right. Okay. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins are starting. How about Will Fuller if he plays? He'd be just behind that Sutton group. Yeah, boom bust number three. But I'd like his chances because that Titans secondary is so beat up. There are oh, so if, many guys if, there that I think, and I think Houston could trail in this game, and that would help Fuller out. The only thing would be is, would he be able to finish the game? You know, because is he coming back just because it's a huge division game? Is he rushing back? We saw the last time he played, he was, you know, pulling at his hamstring. Um, he finished that game, but we haven't seen him since. I'm trying to figure out if this Titans defense is good. I mean, they're ninth in scoring defense. They're 19th in total yards. They're 16th in yards per per play. They seem very average or slightly above average. They struggle against tight ends. They're pretty good against the run. But also, as Dave mentioned, their secondary is beat up, and this will be a real test for them. And Will Fuller, I mean, you think about this. Will Fuller, if he catches those touchdowns against Kansas City, then we're talking about him being, like, amazing for three straight games and then Bad against the Patriots, but he had a long touchdown overturn. We're basically talking about never even thinking about sitting Will Fuller, I think. So I guess what I'm asking is Will Fuller or A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown. If our, which, which universe are we in? Will Fuller are we in plays. the universe where all the touchdowns didn't count or all of them did? Look, he gets open. He's really good. Like he's been. I think he is really good, yes. It, but I, I'm saying in that other universe, you were, like, I was getting pretty excited about starting Will Fuller for just a second there. Like if he didn't get hurt and drop passes and have touchdowns called back, it'd but, be awesome. But you're, but you're I'm starting AJ Brown. All right, all right, AJ Brown. Uh, if you were going to gamble on a tight end, because I, you know, both teams kind of struggle against tight ends here. Darren Fells, Jordan Akins, Johnu Smith. Who would it be? Johnu. I'd go Akins. Johnu. Oh, I, th- I thought maybe you'd just say Fells to have fun with that it. That would have been better if you just said Fells and then no. Yeah, but who wants to start him? Eight, oh, he catches touchdowns. Eight tight ends. At one point, he was the touchdown leader in tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> Eight tight ends have caught a touchdown then. against Tennessee, and four of them have done Aikens it with four had nine targets, targets last week. Yeah, Which means strange. it's a Fells week coming up. <laughs> it could be. Okay, sit them and uh, sit the DSTs in this game. Minnesota's at the Chargers. Very much looking forward to this game. So I don't know that we have to get into Kirk Cousins again. Uh, Heath and Jamie have him 24th. Dave has Kirk Cousins 12th. We heard the arguments. It's not a good matchup, but he's done well in some good matchups. So if you want to rewind to the players we love, I think that was in. Uh, Dave mentioned Kirk Cousins. Dalvin Cook start. And um, Alexander Madison. Any interest in him if he plays? He's going to look great on the bench. Yep. Okay. Well, he did have a lot of work last week, but I think it was... I still don't want to drop him. That's super. He's going to look great on my bench. 
See, you said on your bench this time, but the first time you said he's going to look great on the bench, which made me think that he wasn't going to play much. Yeah, I think he probably stays standing up most of the time because he kind of rotates in and out. If he was all the way over on the bench, he might not even hear the coach tell him to go in. I was referring to my fantasy team's bench and not the actual bench. That's where Amir Abdullah is. How do we go about the Minnesota wide receivers here? Because Diggs, you know, is actually a little bit different in the rankings. I think Dave has him like 24th and Heath and Jamie have Diggs around 10th or 12th. But you don't have Thielen ranked yet. So, <laughs> so you're like, That's it, so funny to me. Because they like don't cousins? like Cousins. <laughs> and I like Cousins. And they've got Diggs as a top 12 How do you think a Cousins is getting his numbers if Diggs is Because good. I think he's just going to... He, he Mike, does what he always uh, does. Rudolph. Yeah, maybe it could be for Rudolph. Maybe it could be for BC Johnson. Look, Kirk has used everybody. Dalvin he's had big Cook. games without Diggs doing well before. Yeah, Dalvin Cook gets involved. I wonder, though, has he... And I'm not I'm not saying I know the answer to this. I don't want to get azered. Um, I wonder <laughs> if he's had any good games this season without Adam Thielen where Stefan Diggs oh, yes. has also been bad. Yes, like the has, Chiefs game is he's what had I can like think of. three of right? them. He's, yes, he has for sure. Cowboys game? Did Diggs have a big game there? I'm looking. Because that was the two touchdowns for Kyle Rudolph. He had 23 PPR points in week 11. Week 11 against Denver. Diggs had five for 121 with a touchdown. The week before that was Dallas. He had seven PPR points. And that was Diggs Kyle was Rudolph had two touchdowns. Kansas right. City, Dallas, and Seattle. Kirk Cousins did well against all three of those teams. Stephon Diggs did not have 50 yards in any of those games, nor did he score a touchdown. Yeah. And so I, Thielen didn't play in any of those? I'm going to move Thielen Diggs did not up. play in any of those. If he did, he came. He played, he played a snap in, oh, against Kansas City. But no, he basically didn't play against them. Last yeah, Diggs, three games, Diggs will, 23, Diggs will move down if PPR. Thielen plays. Yep. If Thielen stays out, this is where Diggs will be for me. Okay. I would still prefer Diggs over Thielen. I just think you have to worry about Thielen with how many snaps he'll play. Again, this is the perfect trap game for the Vikings. They have the Packers and the Bears to close the season, and this is a game, I know the crowd, for whatever, what, take that for what it's worth, it's still a road game for them where they have to get on a plane and travel. And so the Chargers right now are one of those teams you don't want to play because they're finally getting healthy, and their defense is going to be good, and I think it's going to be a tough game for this Vikings offense all the way around. I think Thielen and Fuller are probably the two biggest. I'm worried they're going to come back and leave in the first quarter, guys. Because like Thielen has practiced several times over the last few weeks and then has a setback. You can't get through multiple days of practice in a row. How is he going to get through four quarters? You can throw Juju in there, too, probably. Yeah, Juju, too. Right. So, and also, like, keep in mind, the Chargers are really good. They give up the fourth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. There have been two receivers in their last eight games with more than seven non-PPR or 12 PPR fantasy points. They were Corey Davis, of course, and Cortland Sutton. Uh, so, you know, we've seen some good... DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson, Devontae Adams had less than 70 yards. Tyreek Hill got hurt. DJ Chark was okay. Uh, you know, so we've seen good receivers struggle against the Chargers. That's my point, I guess. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, starter sit. It's the same thing. If Thielen plays, it's an easy sit. If Thielen doesn't play, then he's a borderline starter. I'm probably going to sit him either way, and I know he scored a bunch of touchdowns, but it ended last week, and so I'm going to pretend like it doesn't exist. I, I think you're right. It's probably better to sit him, just because there's so many better options out there, you know. So you don't have to start Kyle Rudolph, but he clearly is in a better spot if Thielen is is out again. I feel better about Ian Thomas. I feel better about Dallas Goddard. Oh, well, Thomas could be if Olson plays. Right. If if Olson comes back, then obviously it stinks. Uh, O.J. Howard, who I haven't liked. This year. Oh, I like Howard better, too. I'd, they're even, back-to-back even, with even Howard at the, on top. Phillip Rivers, 73% owned. It's been better the last two games. 20 points at Denver, 30 points mm-hmm. at Jacksonville. He's not dead yet. Yeah. Um, He's the best quarterback in this game this week for fantasy. 
No, he's not. <laughs> he will, but he'll be okay. He'll be better than Cousins. No, I he think won't. he's the best quarterback he in this be. game as well, but I would also... Do I have to bet with... against Philip Rivers do, here, Jamie? Do a bet, sure. yes. Loser shaves her head. I don't want to shave my head. <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. Loser shaves her head. I'm into that. Yep, yep. I think that's great. You're going to shave your head? Yeah, I am. Why? Why not? Look at, look at this beautiful do that you have. No, it's Dave, only, don't, he's already committed I, to I'm it. I'm already I, halfway shaved, I have that so much it doesn't matter. Philip Rivers. Rivers versus Cousins. I'm not going to do it for a shave to shave my head. Nobody's shaving their head. <laughs> I can't. Let's be could honest you, do you could do the same bet that Adam and I did. 15 push-ups? We've done no, that No, it's not 15 push-ups. It's the number of push-ups the top quarterback scores. Sure. So if River scores 38, you've got to do 38 push-ups. Easy. And okay. if Cousins scores... Oh, it's between those two? Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. And it's got to be on video. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I got to root against, This is um, the first time I'm going to root I think I actually Rivers. like Rivers the most. You do. I would start him over Ryan, over Goff, over Baker Mayfield. Interesting. Um, I don't love him. He's not a top 12 guy for me, but right. I would start him over those guys. How about Aaron Rodgers or Philip Rivers? I'm starting David Blau over Philip Rivers now. I have Rivers and <laughs> no, Rodgers I'm not, I'm not. projected for the exact same score. I like Rodgers better. Can we talk about the Chargers running backs here? Start them both. In start non PPR, we start Neckler. Start yes, them. Start, start them both. Okay. How about, gosh, tough calls. Like, would you start Eckler or DeAndre Washington if Jacobs is out? I would start Eckler in PPR, and I would start Washington in non-PPR. Yep. And I would start Washington over Gordon in both. And I would start Eckler over Gordon in both. Chargers really? wide receivers, start or sit? You start Keenan Allen, and Williams is a flex. But I, I like Williams more than normal. Just because of the deep shots that he gets, I'm going to lose this bet. Uh, the deep <laughs> shots that he tends to get from week to week. Because you're realizing that and, Cousins and is the Vikings. Bad no, I'm still I'm, I'm riding with Cousins. I'm going to die on this hill. But I do like Mike Williams this week to like as a Fanduel play for sure, and a sneaky non PPR flex because I think he can make some deep connections against the Vikings. Yeah. Vikings stink against receivers. They've given up a hundred yards or a touchdown to 17 wide receivers in 13 games. Uh, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen over Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Oh yeah. Keenan but Allen Sutton over Williams. How about Keenan Allen rank, rank the wide receivers in this game. Let's say Thielen plays. So he got two, two from the Vikings, two from the chargers. Allen Diggs, Thielen Williams. Yeah. I, the first two for sure. I might take Williams over Thielen in non-PPR. You, you love Philip Rivers so over Kirk Cousins? You're talking to yourself with this Philip Rivers this over, is, over uh, Cousins. This is not going to end well. So, so let, let me just be sure that I know what I'm getting myself into. Oh. <laughs> Can I cancel this? No. no. no okay. It's in writing. It's the number of fantasy points Rivers scores. Right. That's how many push-ups I'm going to have to do? Unless Cousins scores more. Okay. And if it's so, a tie, so, we both have to do Yes. So number. whoever whoever and it's, wins, not, and it's decimal, not, like, not decimal scoring. Whoever wins, the other person <laughs> doesn't have to do the the winner does not have to do Correct. no push-ups at all. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's not it's not Philip Rivers scores thirty. If if Philip Rivers scores thirty, I'm doing thirty. Thirty push ups. And if it's in, not in not one a, what, not I, what is difficult about this? You're going just, I'm we'll just tell you it. what to I do. I didn't I didn't I didn't know I didn't know if we both have to do push ups. Like if, if it's thirty to fifteen, am I doing fifteen? Oh, no. Only if has to grow the you both have to. No, no, I didn't know. Like, if right. I have, if I have to do the lesser of the two, because no. I know I'm winning this one. Hi, Adam. Would you stream? Let's go back to why Heath was wrong. Any tight ends? Who's over... the commissioner? I think we should start Hunter Henry. Who's the commissioner of the NFL? Hey, would you stream any Are they tight ends? Commissioners? Would you stream any tight ends over <sighs> over Hunter Henry, who's been kind of uninvolved the last two weeks? Higby. Higby. 
is Higby even a streamer anymore? He's a stud. I would start Henry over Higby. How about Doyle or Henry? Henry. Henry. All right. Minnesota's DST is sixth and fifth for Jay, for Dave and Heath, 14th for Jamie. Chargers DST is kind of a sit. Yeah. Does Adam Silver have commissioner access? <laughs> Cleveland's at Arizona. And Baker Mayfield, we've discussed. He's 17th for Wait, Jamie. Wait, do we talk about Gordon? Melvin? Commissioner Gordon? Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Co-commissioner okay, Gordon, okay. you mean? Sorry, Adam. I'm done. I'm done. All right, Cleveland's at Arizona, and Baker Mayfield not ranked for Heath, 17th for Jamie, 11th for Dave. Very different there, and we talked about that Hell earlier in the show. Hell no fury like a Baker Mayfield scorned. In the, He's going to beat up on Kingsburg. If he had the ability to play good at quarterback, why hasn't he done it all year? Because he hasn't played Arizona Because <laughs> he's, he's had tough matchups. Th- my, my fear last week, and I wonder if it's going to carry over, I think they want Freddie gone. I don't think they're throwing games by any stretch. It's just... I, this just feels like such a disaster. This whole team, this whole season. You have Bake, you have Beckham going through the motions of uh, playing through this groin injury. Who knows if he's going to be able to play four quarters? Again, I could see Baker having a top five performance. I see why Dave likes him. I totally get it. I just can't trust him. I honestly just don't feel like I'm going into. If I got by last week with Baker in my lineup, I'm looking for Carr. I'm looking for Eli. I'm looking for somebody who's at least seeming like they're playing better right now and has just as good a matchup. It's kind of like a bowl game where two teams are fairly evenly matched, but one of them is excited to be there because they play in like Conference USA or something. And one of them <laughs> thought they were going to be in the VCS and they lost their last three games. Maybe like when playing Miami, in this played, game. Miami played FIU. Like when Miami played FIU, yeah. except that wasn't a bowl game. But yeah. Um, and so I think but the, Card- it was a, it was the Cardinals a rivalry win. game. You know? It was a rival. Well, I don't know if it's much of a rivalry anymore after they beat them. Sure. I think FIU is just better. It's true. So let's talk about the Cleveland running backs. Nick Chubb. Was, we, we couldn't see his face. They, they took him off camera for a reason. He probably was giving us the double bird. <laughs> Nick Chubb uh, in his last seven games is actually the number 15 running back in non-PPR and number 24 in PPR. So he's been good. He just has not been scoring touchdowns. He's still averaging 4.8 yards per carry, but it's weird. His PPR finish in his last six weeks Outside the top 24, four times. Outside the top 12, six times in seven games. That's Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt, meanwhile, he is the number 22 running back in non-PPR, number 17 in PPR per game since he has returned, since he's played five games. And I think they've scored like the, basically the same amount of fantasy points in PPR in those five games. Um, Chubb and in all, in, all, in all honesty, this is part of the reason why I, I'm worried about Baker as well, just because they lean on their running back so much. But they catch passes too, at least in the case. Yeah, of you. Oh, oh, I mean, they're obviously going to catch passes, but I, I just think you know, you, you see, they're trying to run in the red zone. You know, they're they're not giving Baker a lot of opportunities at the goal line. You know, remember that was such a problem for them earlier this season. They had a couple of games where they schemed up Jarvis Landry well. Uh, I I think it's just that you can run on the Cardinals too. As bad as their pass defense is, their run defense isn't great. This is just very similar for me to the Chargers running backs. You're just starting both of them over the last three weeks in PPR. Chubb's number eleven. Hunt is number twelve. Um, I, I'm just starting both of them and not really thinking about it. Okay. Chubb's had one like really good game, I think. And, um, and he hates what I just did well, with those splits. Well, yeah, I mean, cause I think mine are better <laughs> because he, I'm going back six, seven weeks with him, but, uh, Heath was wrong. Heath was, like he had a, he what does was, Gary Bettman think? Oh my gosh. So not funny. So, uh, Jarvis Landry is a must start and Odell Beckham, Look, I made the case. If you get six, if you get six targets since Cardinals, you do well. He did horribly against the Bengals last week. He's obviously playing hurt, but I feel like he's been playing hurt all year. So is he just more hurt now? I don't know. 
But you guys said he's like about he's like tw- you know twenty four twenty something like that. He's a number two. I don't think receiver. he's a, it, it, most people that have gotten this far with Odell Beckham are not going to send him when he's playing the Cardinals. But I don't think it's a slam dunk across the board that you should feel he's better than Zach Pascal, that he's better than AJ Brown, that he's better than Anthony Miller, that he's better than D.D. Westbrook. It's just not a slam dunk. I think those guys all have arguments to be made to be better than him in those situations. I think you like the Dolphins guys better than him, right? Um, I've got Isaiah if, Ford really close if, to him. If yeah. Parker's out. That just kind of shows you that you know where Beckham is. That that's even a, a a scenario. Now again, most people are not going to bench him. Totally get it. If you got this far, the Cardinals. This is the layup. Hopefully, he makes the layup. I, I, not, LeBron's not chasing him down. I will just say, like we we are giving him a lot of credit for being Odell Beckham by where we have him ranked. If this was another wide receiver that was sure. number 40 for the season sure. and this was Robbie Anderson and it scored 10 points in his last two games combined, he'd be in Tyler Boyd range. OK, but yeah, I mean, but Deontay Johnson had six catches, 60 yards and a touchdown last week. You know, it's just it's also the matchup. David Njoku. Well, I mean, Deontay Johnson has a better quarterback. Yeah. Unfortunately, James Washington Ooh. got nothing, but <laughs> it was Deontay Johnson. That's not true, by the way. David, David Njoku <laughs> is 15th to 17th in the rankings in non-PPR, 16th to 18th in PPR. He's also a little banged up. You know what the deal. Cardinals give up points to t- tight ends. We don't really trust Najoku. Um, starter said Kyler Murray. He's kind of interesting. Dave's got him as a sit. Heath and Jamie like Kyler Murray. Talk about it. I just think this is a you know free ty- Kyler Murray game. Uh, I would imagine that if Baker Mayfield's looking at it as I want to stick it to Cliff Kingsbury, wouldn't Kingsbury want to stick it to Baker Mayfield with the guy that he has that yeah. – uh, you know, fits his system better than Baker Mayfield did. Um, I, I think Kyler Murray's got a great opportunity here to go out and run around a little bit. Uh, we haven't seen him run the last two weeks. Um, last home game in Arizona for the season. Uh, I, I like the setup for him. I just don't think this Browns defense is very good. I also don't think they want to make this road trip. So I, I always like these scenarios when these teams that are out of it have to make these, you know, longish trips that they don't intend to play well. And I, I just feel the, the way about Kyler that you do about Baker. Could totally see him having a big game. We just sure. haven't seen it from him lately. Tough to trust him at this point in the year, but yeah, I mean, the Browns defense isn't anything special at all. Yeah, seven of the last 10 quarterbacks to face the Browns have scored 19 or more fantasy points. That's a nice floor there. And, and two of those were, the two, the, two of the three that didn't were Steelers guys, right? Yep, and Dalton. So basically, yeah. that's it. Those are the only ones who've had like bad games recently right. against Cleveland. The yep. Arizona running backs, I think we talked about Kenyon Drake. He's made a nice case for Kenyon Drake. Dave and Jamie have him you know, more as a sit. You're going to start Kareem Hunt over Kenyon Drake? Yes. 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 Okay. And yes, maybe not. Yeah, it's going to be closer for you. Would you start Kenyon Drake or Odell Beckham? Drake. Drake. Odell. Do you have any interest in a Cardinals wide receiver? Yeah, I like Christian Kirk. I, it, it's just so hard to trust him. I know last week was good, but we've seen it before from him where he's great one week and then totally well, he's only had one bad game. Next. It was two games ago. Oh, yeah. he's been pretty, I like him more in PPR. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's obviously a PPR, non-PPR thing. You know, yeah. the, the the catches are, are, are key for him, and the fact that he had eight catches last week was was fantastic and a very tough matchup against Pittsburgh. Now we've seen more inside receivers do all against the Steelers over the course of the season, but I, I just think this, this Browns defense is not good. The secondary isn't great. He's a, you know, I think six for 70 type of guy. If he scores, you'll love it. If he doesn't, then, you know, you kind of know what you're getting. I like him better than Beckham in PPR. I don't. I'll I take do. I'll I take Beckham. Um, he had 16 PPR points last week. He had five the week before, 10 the game before that. And then before that was the monster, 37 PPR. So 
total grab bag where you're going with Christian Kirk. Okay, let's go on to our next game. Colts and the Saints. Jacoby Brissett, interesting case to be made for him. He's 16th to 20th in the rankings. And, uh, you know, I liked him better when the defensive line was healthy. I thought maybe they wouldn't be able to run the ball, but now things change. When they can run the ball, he doesn't throw as much, obviously. So, um, okay, Phil Rivers or Jacoby Brissett? Brissett. Rivers. I have Rivers over Brissett. How about Eli Manning or Jacoby Brissett? Eli. Eli. The one that's playing the Dolphins. Okay. You're probably going to sit Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. I think this is a classic uh, Saints primetime game opponent is chasing points and uh, ends up. They're going to try and run early, and I think Mac will have some success early. But they're going to be behind, and I think Brissett, as we saw last week, and and last week was the first time he actually looked healthy. You know, since the knee injury, he was moving around a little bit better. Um, I I, obviously Ty Hilton, I'm sure, is going to swing it for uh, you know how you would view Brissett if we find out that Ty is able to practice Friday and Saturday and and, and is good to go. But I I just think you're you're kind of seeing um, a Saints defense that is really really beat up. Pass rush isn't going to be an issue for him, so I think you're going to see Brissett have an opportunity to get. uh, 20 plus points this week. He had 20 plus points last week. He had 16 or fewer in the five games prior. Yeah. And again, I don't think he was 100% healthy. Plus, he's facing a defense that I think could be very similar. Tampa Bay's defense is bad, and I think the Saints' defense is trending that way. Who's a better flex, Marlon Mack or Zach Pascal? Pascal PPR. If Hilton plays, it's going to be Mack. If Hilton plays, it's Mack. If Hilton doesn't, it's Pascal for me and both. It's Mack for me in non PPR and Pascal in PPR. Yeah, I'm starting Pascal. I mean, you need a lot of targets typically to do well against the Saints, but they see a lot of targets. You know, fifth most uh, fantasy points to wide receivers, seventh most targets from wide receivers, and Drew Brees is just unbelievable in prime time. He is going to score a lot of points, and Zach Pascal's had 19 targets in his last two games. So, you know, he's a top 20 wide receiver right now uh, in the rankings and 25th for, in, for Heath in PPR. But, you know, obviously things would change if T.Y. Hilton plays, so keep that in mind. And Jack Doyle is top 12. You can start Jack Doyle, but you're going to start Tyler Higby over him. Would you start Jack Doyle or Ian Thomas if Greg Olson is out? Thomas. I'll take Thomas. Okay, great. And let's go over to the Saints. You basically, like Lamar Jackson, might be the only quarterback to start over. Start Drew Brees. He's top five for everyone. He's second for Jamie. He's third for Dave. Start Drew Brees. He's going to be awesome. Uh, Alvin Kamara. So Heath already weighed in a little bit on Kamara. Does anybody have any thought to sitting him in non-PPR? I think if you have only two running backs and you have Carson and you picked up DeAndre Washington, I would say Alvin Kamara. I'm with you on that. And I, I, I thought Latavius Murray looked better last week. I thought he played. I think he was more explosive and looked better. And I wonder if the Saints coaches see that and they give Murray more carries and Kamara more of a role in the passing game. I think he's been a more efficient runner since Kamara came back from injury. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't I'm, know. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I think good. Murray is better. I, I will look up those numbers. But, look, that might be the case, you. but it, that's, that doesn't, that almost sounds like Kamara hasn't been efficient. And before last game, he was averaging more yards per carry this year than he was last year. So he's been very good. He just hasn't scored. Now, last week was just a straight-up bad game for Alvin Kamara. But before that, the storyline was on pace for more total yards than he had last year, just on pace for four touchdowns. So, you know, it's not a good matchup, as I mentioned. The Colts do not give up big games to running backs, but Kamara had been playing really, really well 
until last mm. week. No, it's true. Look at per touch. He had absolutely. one game with double digit non PPR points. Not fantasy. Though. He's not talking I'm fantasy. He's he's playing. Playing. I know about his. I get it. But we're talking fantasy. Sure. But I, I think, you know, at some point he's going to find the end zone. We right. saw it with Robert Woods. We saw it with Mike Williams. You know, the last thing you're going to do, it's the same thing with Beckham when you're facing the, the Cardinals if you, make, if you make it here. You're not benching Alvin Kamara in a primetime home game. Exactly. I mean, you, you'd be crazy to do that. Now, d- forget about how it's ranked. Forget about how we have it ranked. There's, you just, we just saw the graphic if you're watching us on the YouTube page. He's 90% started. The 3% of people that are uh, benching Alvin Kamara probably haven't changed their lineups for when he was out and their fantasy league was, was – uh, they weren't paying attention to it. You're starting Alvin Kamara if you made it to the, the semifinals of your fantasy league. Okay, so Jared Cook, if he plays, you start him, must-start guy? Yes. Yes, start him. Michael Thomas, we're starting. Any interest in either Josh Hill or Ted Ginn or Traquan Smith, who's actually, Traquan Smith has had a touchdown catch in three of four home games that he has played with Drew Brees. How about that? Neato. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Go down on DFS. I have Josh Hill ranked as a top 16 tight end Without because Cook. we don't have Jared Cook ranked. So... Right. Like, I think a possibility you could stream. Yeah, if you, you know, 14 team league, 16 team league, and none of these guys were available Thomas or Higby, obviously. Um, uh, OJ Howard wasn't, you know, was picked up or held on right. to. You know, this is a, a, a good pivot play, not a safe one, but a good one, just given what the, the offense has looked like for New Orleans with the tight end this year. Jacksonville at Oakland, the Jaguars have lost five straight games by 17 or more fantasy points. And, you know, we talk about Alvin Kamara not being so great in fantasy lately. Nick Chubb's been disappointing. Leonard Fournette has also been a little bit disappointing, except for one huge game. We'll get to him in a second. But uh, (laughs) Heath, uh, you still have uh, Gardner Minshew as a top 12 quarterback, huh? I have dropped him down a little bit. He is now 17th. Oh, okay. Um, still ahead of Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, those guys, Carson Wentz. Um, this is what I don't get. I, 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 don't, I don't see much difference. Between, right now, forget about the season, right now, between Gardner Minshew and Baker Mayfield and the two matchups that they have in front of them. Well, I don't, like, right now, Baker, Gardner Minshew has had a bad two-game stretch since two-game stretch in terms of fantasy points. Um, I don't know how far back we want to go in terms of their fantasy production, but when Baker Mayfield's had one good game in the last month, it's three games for, for Minshew. I mean, he was yeah. so bad. He got benched and then he came back and he's been bad twice. And now well, he's going to play uh, without his Char. most recent game was just a half. Or the second most recent game was just a half. Fair. Third so it's two games. Recent game. No, he's played. He started two games, hasn't he? Okay. Yeah, maybe so, maybe it's maybe it's he's been bad just game, as bad as Baker Mayfield. Good yeah. half, well, Baker, bad bad. Did he start against Tampa Bay? I think he did. Yes, yes. And then he started against the Chargers. Yes. Okay. And now he's starting against the Raiders without DJ Chark. I, you in know, a game that means something to Oakland. look. People aren't going to start Gardner Minshew. He's twenty three percent owned. So let's let's move on. Any hesitation at all with Leonard Fournette? No. <sighs> it's the same like Kamara for me. I, I, yeah. I would start DeAndre Washington over him. Yeah. Non PPR. Right. You just hate if Jacob's out. You hate the single digit numbers that you see four of his last five games in non PPR. Because yeah. they're getting blown out, you know? I mean, it's they're so bad and they're getting blown out. All right. But it's, you're, it's you're really starting. funny because, like, I was on the Pick Six podcast yesterday with Will, and he is terrified of the Raiders in this game because the Jags have lost, what, four games in a row by 17 points? And it's their at home in their last game in Oakland, and that number stuck at six and a half. Mm hmm. And like I get it, like it seems like Oakland should just blow them out, but I think Oakland's really, really bad too. Yeah, I, they are. They it's hard to trust Oakland 
laying any points, much less almost a touchdown. And I don't really see a situation where, like, if they are really fired up and get a two-score lead in the first half, where that defense is going to hold a team down for a whole second half of garbage. Oh, I, unless I, that team I, makes mistakes. I, I could see Minshew doing okay and Fournette doing okay because the Raiders are so bad. But your faith in Minshew just is... He's 17th. That's not faith. Well, now you've changed it. You know, right. yeah. that, 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 that makes a little bit more sense. But, like, even... I, I I think the situation with Baker and and Minshew is somewhat similar because struggling quarterbacks playing bad teams on the road. If he had Chark, I'd be all all on board with Minshew over Baker. But the fact that he doesn't have his best receiver, and we've seen Westbrook up and down, we've seen Conley up and down. You know, maybe they found a guy in Nick O'Leary. <laughs> Nick O'Leary. The Raiders stink against tight ends. But we're but, starting Didi, right? Oh, I, I think PPR, I think, sure. I think you should 100. percent But it's just a matter of like. I, I think there's a slight higher ceiling for Baker just because Minshew just feels like he's a little bit lost. Okay, so yeah, so we got to talk about D.D. Westbrook here. And by the way, if you want to be optimistic about Fournette, I'll tell you this. Uh, in their last 10 games, the Raiders have allowed 33 or more receiving yards to eight running backs and a receiving touchdown to six running backs, so he could do well there. And if you get 15 carries against the Raiders you pretty much always have a good game. Now, D.D. Westbrook, only 64% owned. You can still pick him up. I want to be optimistic about him. I like him. I love the setup. Raiders are so bad against wide receivers. They give up the seven most points. D.D. Westbrook is having such a bad year. He's averaging like 10, some 10 and a half yards per catch. Like he's not doing enough with right. his targets. So how he has much, a worse catch rate with Minshew than he did with Foles. So how much faith so, should we have? Assuming Chark is in out. In PPR, he's a flex. He's a flex. Okay. Would you start D.D. Westbrook or, let's say, Kareem Hunt? Hunt. Hunt. But I'd start Westbrook over Beckham. I would not. Okay. Westbrook or Kirk? Kirk. D.D. I think I have D.D. ranked ahead of Kirk right now, but they're kind of the same. I just I feel like there's a much better chance of D.D. getting the targets than Kirk. If you're in a 35-team league, you can look at Nick O'Leary. Oakland allows the <laughs> second most fantasy points to tight ends. Derek Carr going over to the Raiders, 68% owned, still available. 12th, 19th, and 15th in the rankings for Jamie David Heath. Derek Carr is an option this week. He's been good, you know, at home with good matchups and uh, good weather, basically. twenty more uh, or 21 or more fantasy points in four of his last five good weather games. So, um, yeah, he's an option. Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr? Carr. Rodgers. Hmm, I've got to look. I'm actually doing that in our FFT league, playing Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's gutsy. I'm Carr over that. Carr over Rodgers. Eli or Carr? Eli. Eli. Carr. I don't think we have to say much more about the running backs, but if Jacobs plays, start or sit, you know, either of them. Start Jacobs. Start, start Jacobs. Forget about it. Why, the keep Washington on your bench for a week. If you don't have Washington is if we don't get a report on Sunday morning because it is a 425 game. Well, I think after Chris Towers tweeting at Ian Rappaport, he's aware that we're pinned. We, we need it, so Ian's going to pull through for us. Well, Hope thank so. you. So Ian. here's the thing. like, Let's say Josh Jacobs were just completely healthy and DeAndre Washington weren't in the picture. I could see Jacobs being a top five running back this week. Cause Jack I said it to Heath yesterday. I said yeah. If, yeah. if this was Jacobs all along, he'd be my top three. So where would he be if he plays? Top ten. Yes. Well, and it also depends how the next two days go, because if it goes like Dalvin Cook, where he's a full participant and isn't even on the injury report, then he's probably a top five running back. Right. If he's a, he was limited on Wednesday. Is yeah. Right. If he's limited on Friday and questionable Sunday morning, he's probably like 15th for me. 
Okay, we talked about Tyra Williams earlier. You can take a flyer on him. He's risky, though. And Jacksonville's allowed seven touchdowns to tight ends in their last nine games. So that's good for Darren Waller. All right. By the way, the Raiders' defense is interesting to me because five straight DSTs have had good games against the Jaguars. Two of them have been great. And if you follow that storyline and you think they might just blow them out and, you know, go out with a bang, Um, it could be fun. Chris Conley. Yes. Good deep flex if you need him. All right. Guys. uh, DFS tournament play, too. Let's get through two two more games here if we can in the next five minutes. Patriots at Bengals. Stat of the game. Cincinnati sees the second fewest pass attempts in the NFL, but allows the third most yards per attempt. And now here comes Tom Brady, who leads the NFL in pass attempts. So Brady versus Carr versus Minshew versus Rivers versus Cousins versus Eli. Starter sit Tom Brady. He's toward the bottom of that group for me. I'm no, no trust. Uh, yeah, I mean it. It the last two weeks have been very weird. Okay, against Houston, he needs garbage time to get to twenty plus fantasy points, and then against Kansas City, he should have had. 20 fantasy points, but the refs kind of missed that call for Nikhil Harry's touchdown. They couldn't challenge it, but I don't like his completion rate. He's been under 56% four straight games. He's been above 20 fantasy points once in his past five. And I, I know this sounds weird, but the Bengals defense has started to play a little bit better. And the offensive line is a problem for new England and the lack of reliable receivers is a problem for Tom Brady. So I'm I, I'm out on Brady this week. I can't trust him. Okay, yeah. and and you can't trust Sony Michelle and James White is a, a fine PPR flex. Would you start James White or D.D. Westbrook? White, White, and I we I think we view White mostly as a start in PPR, right? Yep, oh, I'm sorry. Yep. flex like number top, two. Top I think I think Brady's in that same category of not being able to trust him. I, so if if he does have a good game, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. If he has a, another mediocre game, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think he's going to stink. I don't think he's going to go for twelve fantasy points. But I think you're 16. talking. I would say sixteen to twenty is is kind of the range for him. I don't think it's like Sportsline has him seven. That's going to be either a bad week for quarterbacks or he's going to have one of his best games. And we just haven't seen that from him. We haven't seen it on the road. Uh, this could be a game where we get a, a, a pick six or, or, or some turnover for the Patriots DST. You know, I, I think this is a grind out game for the Patriots. They get their win and they go home. I think you guys are overrating James White a little bit. He's been pretty lousy because he's been pretty lousy. I mean, since basically since the Sanu trade and I can't really chalk it up to Sanu anymore because he's not. I mean, he's been targeted. good the last two weeks. right? He hasn't when been you say good. lousy, he had, a, 11, he had a monster game against the Texans. Yeah, because they were way, playing way, way behind. He had 14 carries in that game. And he got almost all of his production in the in the well, that's not true, but he got a lot of it in the fourth quarter. Um, but you know, he just hasn't been. He's been a dud. Like eleven fantasy points in PPR, it, it seems like fourteen is usually his ceiling. So eleven fantasy points in PPR without scoring a touchdown is a good indicator. Because he doesn't he doesn't really if score you score touchdowns. eleven fantasy points in yardage and catches every week, you're going to be a Easy well, I mean, he hasn't time. done you that. Just, you he just, hasn't done that anymore, just, though. You just asked us D.D. Westbrook versus James White. We said White, and you're making it seem as no. if we said like we're, we're starting him over the best receiver in football. I mean, it, it's that's the, the the scenario of where James White is and where D.D. Westbrook is. I think it's a fair comparison. Well, so, I, I wasn't uh, trying to I, make a case for Westbrook, but I understand why it sounded that way, but yes. No, no, but what I'm saying is that that's a fair comparison. You're talking about the number one receiver for Jacksonville in a great matchup, assuming Chark is out, versus a you know PPR running back that 
doesn't give you guaranteed huge production. He gives you a pretty decent floor if you look at what his 11, track 12, record 13. over the course right. of the season. And so I think it's this is the, the the floor versus ceiling play. Could Westbrook have a better game? That type of receiver? Christian Kirk, Odell Beckham, you know, the receivers that we've been talking about, Cortland Sutton? Absolutely. But the floor is probably safer for James White. And there's also the scenario of, Heath alluded to this, maybe the pages realize we've got to put our best players on the field at all costs. And stop babying James White and just putting him in passing down situations and occasionally trying to fool people when we're running. Let him be the guy that runs between the tackles. He's better than Sony Michelle. Yeah, and but we haven't seen that from them in like four agreed. years. Agreed. So I don't, also, I don't know if now we also haven't seen this bad on offense from New England in four years too. So they're, they they got to be a little creative and do some things. They did it last week when he had the you know Edelman had the 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 pass. They're not scoring at the same level. They got to do something different, and maybe that's what they're going to do different. Okay, start Edelman. Sit. Everyone else, Dalton. Well, Mixon's Mixon's an option. Would you go with Mixon or uh, or James White in PPR? White, Mixon. Yeah, Mixon. I mean, Mixon has had nothing but tough matchups lately, and he's been pretty good in just about all of them. So you you know, sixteen or more PPR points in four of his five of his past six. That's pretty. Damn it's good. a tough matchup, though. I mean, I'm not overlooking this, but I think he can still find some good numbers. All righty, Sid Tyler Boyd and Patriots DST back in business, baby. They are top four. Uh, let, let's get going here. We need a big game from them. And one more game. We'll save Denver and Kansas City for tomorrow. One more game that is just Buffalo at Pittsburgh. And honestly, I think we've covered a lot of this. Sit Josh Allen and mm-hmm. uh, Devin Singletary's, you know, in the James White area, right? Yep. And non-PPR. And PPR is a pretty big difference. Really? For me. But he might only. But like, no, I'd, I'd start Singletary over White. I would start Singletary over White too. I mean, six catches last week. It's not like he was. Oh, they didn't use him. I'm kudos to Buffalo for giving him. I just don't trust just use him at the goal line. Well, I think you know, just it's similar matchup. You know, aggressive defense that you have to sort of negate the pass rush a little bit. Josh Allen trying to get the ball out of his hands. I would be surprised if they did something dramatically different. All right, we talked about John Brown. Heath likes him more than Dave and Jamie. Dave and Jamie has have, have Brown as a three receiver, number three. Heath has him as a number two, low end. Uh, Cole Beasley's a flex, but basically the same as John Brown in the rankings for Dave and Jamie. And uh, what else in this game? James Conner, yeah, he's he's what? He's like 20th or so? Low end number two. Running. He is for me. I've got him closer to 30. I'd, I'd like... To, I don't have a great idea of how many touches he's going to get. I don't think it goes back to what it was when it used to be just one guy gets 20 touches per game, but he might get 15-ish. And this is we the, might by maybe the I lowest know. scoring game of the year, according to Las Vegas. Yeah, it's 36 and a half. 30, right? Yeah, yeah I, I think, you know, they went back to Benny Snell after he fumbled last week, but I wonder how much that sort of sticks in their minds of the of you know him losing the ball and now Connor coming back and Samuels has sort of been a little bit up and down and now he's banged right. up. He's so he may not play. If he's out, then I think it's easy to look at, at Connor because they're not going to throw the ball to Benny Snell. They haven't done that even with Connor out. So um, I'm, I'm okay with Connor as a low-end starter. And we're just not going to know how effective he is until he plays, and that might just be how the Practicing Steelers take it too. Practicing in full is such a great sign. I agree. It's good. That matters. Yeah, but you can't you can't start James Conner and not be a little nervous. Of course, know, right? You and should be nervous. Yeah, it's not yeah. an easy one. But that's why he's normally like a top fifteen type of a running back. In this week, he's not because of that. He's only had more than I prefer, 55 I prefer him to Joe Mixon, game. just to tell you how I feel about Mixon. Uh, yeah, and I'd start Mixon. That. Me too. Which DST do you like better? Us uh, Steelers. It's a tough one. I almost dropped the Steelers for the Bills, but I looked at their game log, and they have been amazing. They're so good. Mm-hmm. So 
Start them both. Good DSTs this week. And I think a lot of people drop the Bills. Also, Buffalo's first primetime game in, uh, you know, 100 years. Fun. Fun. Yeah, I think it's... I'm looking forward to it because you just don't get to see... I know it's going to be low scoring and ugly, but I still think it's going to be a good, close game. And you don't get to see matchups like this in primetime. I, I can appreciate it. These two teams uh, trying to get by with defense. Two two potential Woo. coaches of the year. Absolutely. All right, That's guys. Tom, Tomlin should be the coach of the year. Tomlin should be the coach of the year. I, it's a you can make a case for it. The yeah. fact that they're in playoff contention with this roster, without Roethlisberger, Connor in and out, Juju hurt. It's not a bad call. Yeah. All right, guys, that's uh, that's it for today's marathon. We'll have another one tomorrow. Uh, we it's will a, between him and Jason Garrett. That's the. Right. <laughs> uh, or, thanks, or, thanks, everyone. We'll or Roger Goodell, Gary Bettman, Ro- or, Rob Manfred. Uh, yes, I'm all the commissioners, Dave Heath, all the commissioners of the podcast. <laughs> that's it. No, 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 no. Goodbye. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com.